Let's look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. There are 10 games on. We're going to preview them. We're going to look at streams. We're going to look at injury updates. It's all coming up. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I'm about to crank that. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Give it a double bang. Watch the video, listen to the audio. But if you are here on video, we're going to hit Operation 80K. Thumbs up, leave your comments down below and ring the notification bell, especially for the upcoming trade deadline show, Thursday, February the 8th, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, live here on YouTube. I want 20,000 in here. I want 20K people watching. Probably not going to happen, but you never know. We aim high and then we crash and burn and get depressed. That's how things work. Let's talk about what we need to talk about. Games looking ahead to Wednesday. There are 10 of them. A relatively busy day. Probably not a huge streaming day, but you might be able to pull it off, Giggity. Let's look at some injury options across, or not options, the actual injury report. Kate is out. Darius Garland is out. Tari next season is out. Jaime Huckers is out with that groin issue again. Kevin Love is out, so this knee thing is not fake. Eugh, that's not good. Yaka Pertle remains out with his um, ankle issues. Zach Collins remains out. DeAndre Hunter is going to remain out. He should be back pretty soon. Um, Gary Harris is out. Franz Wagner is um, out again. Gordon Haywood is out. Cam Reddish is out. Maybe there's some updates to some of these injury reports, but that's where we're sitting on that um, at the moment. We've just got a couple of new updates come through as well on some players who weren't listed previously. I'll go through that at the end, the guys who just popped up, the little assholes. Uh, Moses Moody is going to be out. Benny Simmons is going to be out. I don't have an official update on Mark Williams, um, so I'm just going to say doubtful. I don't know. Maybe that's me. Hopefully, they give us the official um, the official update on that soon, and we can move him to out, but let's put him as doubtful at the moment. Quick note also, Scotty Pippen Jr. signed with Memphis. He's a point guard, and he's on a two-way, and they don't have point guards. So just a name for deeper leagues, 16s, 18s. He might be better than Jacob Gillard. Just watch that as well. So Scotty Pippen Jr. might be a stream for deeper leagues. Just That just happened as well. Um, Jalen Brunson is officially questionable for the Knicks. We've got um, Gary Trent Jr. who missed the last game for the Raptors. I don't think that's been officially confirmed yet. Uh, I don't think their injury report is out for old Gaz. No, it has. No, he's officially questionable, so we've got that one. Brandon Miller is going to be questionable for this one after suffering that back contusion. Then we've got the Dallas Mavericks injury report, which has not come out yet, I believe. Nope, it hasn't. So we've got Luca. Exum and Derek Jones, who missed the last game, all could be questionable. The um, Blazers one has, and Aiden is officially questionable. He practiced. Jeremy Grant is questionable. He practiced. Matisse Thibel is questionable. He practiced. I don't have a note on whether Brogdon practiced, but he is officially questionable as well. So all of those guys missed the last game. Aiden's missed like the last 10. Uh, so they all could be returning. We've got an update on Boyan Bogdanovich. He's missed the last two. He is probable. We will see. We saw Asar Thompson play a lot of minutes last game, but what happens when Bogdan's, or sorry, Boyan's 34 minutes return? Does Thompson go back to 22? 
Because there's a chance that Asar was a big winner from the trade with Isaiah Livers gone. I'm not convinced of that, but we'll find out with Boyan Buck. We'll see where the minutes go. Uh, Jalen Brown, I I preemptively... Oh, I, was, I, was, I thought there was a bad update there. No, we're all good. Sorry, my bad. I preemptively said that Jalen Brown's going to be fine and he'll be probable, and they just took him off the injury report. But they put a bunch of other guys onto the injury report. I'll just go through what else is on the screen here. Jay Crowder returns from his groin surgery. Chris Middleton's back after a rest. The impact there on Leaky Beasley and Bobby Portis will be something for us to watch. But the other injuries that have popped up, the um, Celtics took Jalen Brown off, but Derek White, Christos Porzingis, and Drew Holiday are on. Elbow for Holiday, knee for Porzingis, ankle for White. White hasn't had a day off yet. Everyone else has. White is going to miss. I feel really confident. Not really. I feel somewhat confident that Derek White will miss this game. I, I don't know that for sure, but it's just been a pattern. They had a really tight schedule. They're flying at the moment. They're resting all these guys, little one game. I think Derek might sit. I wouldn't be surprised if one of the other guys sit, but I think Derek might be out. The other updates that came, came through, Anthony Edwards is questionable with knee tendonitis. Ish, not good. Josh Hart is questionable with a knee issue. Karis Levert, questionable with a wrist issue. Okay. Um, and then the update there on D'Anthony Melton was out at least three more games and reevaluated after the weekend. So that's where we're at with injury updates at this point. Always stuff's going to change. Got to keep up with the news. Back-to-backs. This is Wednesday into Thursday. So if you do have the streaming ability on Wednesday, if you are deciding between two different players, you want someone from these four teams to double up, get the two games for the price of one. It's the Wolves, it's the Knicks, it's the Raptors, it's the Jazz. And you'll notice that the Wolves with Anthony Edwards, the Knicks with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart... A um, little bit of risk there, isn't there, on that back-to-back that they maybe sit those games, meaning that an Alexander Walker, a Kyle Anderson, Quentin Grimes, who is now uh, rumored in trades, and you know what I've been thinking about Quentin Grimes. I am not necessarily saying going to stash Quentin Grimes, but it's just, we're just unless I start to hear a little bit more smoke come with that, it's much like the Kobe Bufkin one, or even a Nakongwu one, depending on what happens with Capella. Just something to watch. That's just something to watch. Um, but yeah, the Jazz, not too worried about back-to-backs there, but you never know. We could see what happens, but they're the four teams currently that are, that do have that back-to-back, well, not currently, because the schedule's not changing, the Wednesday-Thursday combination. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, passion, drive, patience. That is what brings home fantasy championships, is what brings home a trophy, but also is what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle, and you can level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, exhaust kits, LED headlights, fluffy dice, whatever it is, speed, power, style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts available for your and everyone else's ride or dies, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to US customers. Okay, so let's look at now streams of the day after we've gone through uh, the injuries and all that stuff. The stream of the day for 10, and this will change as things, players come in and out. At the moment, I am looking at Goga. He's the starter over Wendell Carter. He didn't score well last game, but he rebounded pretty well. But he's available in a lot of spots, and he really shouldn't be. It's not, a, it's not a great stream day at this point, but we'll see what happens. Nick Richards with my expectation that Mark Williams is out again. So I'm going to go back to Big Dick Nick. There's a lot of centers here, you'll notice. Larry Nance as the 14-team stream. I don't mind him as a 12-team stream with the way they're splitting minutes between him and Valanciunas. The 16-team team is Thad Young. Even though Jonte Porter started the last game, Young had you know that, what, 0-7-4 game. 
He puts up little bits and pieces in different categories. You could throw Jonte Porter in there if we know that he's going to start, but there's no guarantee on that. For points leagues, I am looking at Goga across both of those. Without a high level of confidence, I'll admit, because does he have real go-off potential? Not really. And we're more looking for stability in production versus a guy that might you know, randomly drop 40 or something like that, which is a hard thing to predict, of course. Let's look at the streams. Well, actually, let's not look at the streams today. That was the streams today. Let's look what's on my radar. Minnesota and Detroit is the first game that we're going to look at. Jaden McDaniels, still really don't know how to, um, how to view him, to be fair. What do we do with him? I think he's probably just a, a stream sort of a player, but last game was really strong. But he's never shown an ability to sort of string that stuff together. So we just keep an eye on what happens here. In terms of the Pistons, I do want to see what happens with Asar Thompson because we saw the minutes jump up. He was efficient last game and some of the old stuff came back. But when Boyan plays, will Monty default to, well, he almost definitely will default to Boyan and Stewart as the starting three and four. So Knox moves to the bench. Knox played 33 minutes last game and Asar played 27. So you could easily just say it's a straight swap for Boyan in for Knox. And that would mean if Knox played zero minutes, then Asar could play 27. But I'm not really convinced that that's what Monty Williams is going to do. So that's what we want to watch. In terms of streams, McDaniels is available, so he's a good stream. And then Killian Hayes, or it could be Asar Thompson that you can consider a stream on that uh, spot there for the Pistons. The Bucks and the Cavs. I want to see what Leaky Beasley does. It's not a great schedule period here for the Bucks with this is their only game until Saturday on Wednesday, and it's not a high-volume day. And then if Jay Crowder is back, does that reduce what Beasley does? Probably. Middleton comes back into the lineup as well. And then for the Cavs, Max Struess has been terrible. His minutes are fine, but he can't do anything. And I know that we look at it and go, well, you know, he's shooting really poorly. And he is, and he'll be better than this. But this guy does not have a history of being an elite shooter, despite him being white. And I know that's part of the joke, but honestly, it is. Like, he's had one season where he shot the ball really well from three. And the others have been not good, 34 35%. And I do expect his field goal percentage to come up, and the minutes are pretty secure. But he is moving towards being a drop, honestly. So let's see what he does here. In terms of stream guys, Beasley's the, the guy that I like there in Milwaukee. And if I'm looking for threes, and it's Slam and Sammy Merrill, who is a better shooter than Max Struess, and he would be a very interesting option for us in that one. Houston in the Knicks. The Filipino legend. Jolly B, Jalen Green, who can score okay, but we've seen minutes reduced from him. We see the issues with percentages and defensive stats. He's a points league guy versus a category league player. He's okay to roster, but you don't have to, but... Change my mind, my guy. I don't think you will. In terms of the Knicks, Isaiah Hartenstein featured him on the buy low, sell high show today. His rebound rate is through the roof at the moment, as is his two-point percentage, like 70%. And I do think those things are going to come down. I don't think there's any risk for his minutes, but last game he got into foul trouble and he played 28. So let's just have a little bit of a look at some of those things for Isaiah. For the streamers, Cam Whitmore continues to play really well. I just want them to give him 27 a night. It's just not going to happen, I don't think. But watching him as a streamer is good. And then I did have Josh Hart there, but he might not play. And if Hart is out, then we further double down onto DiVincenzo, but that has to help Quentin Grimes or... Actually, I don't know what happens because they have literally no forwards. Like, none. Josh Hart has been... He's played like one minute as a shooting guard this season. He's basically a small forward, power forward with a lot of power forward because they don't have a power forward. And the guy that's been benefiting from Brunson being out has been Juice McBride. And if Brunson's out, we just go really ham on McBride again, who I think's not a bad player. But Grimes can't play the three or the four. DiVincenzo can't play the three or the four. So what will they do? I guess they'd have to do a lot of staggering, Tom Thibodeau, and play OG Ananobi as the backup four, and then go really small with DiVincenzo at the three. I don't know. But that watch that one with Josh Hart. That's uh, a conundrum. Miami and Toronto. Dunkey Robinson was shit house last game. 
I think with Jimmy Butler back and Tyler Hero available, that we really can't rely upon Robinson, unfortunately. So I think we move on. But he surprised us many times already. And then for the Raptors, I do want to see Scotty Barnes, whose production has fallen. That's why he was on the buy-low show today. Rebound rate down, percentage is well down, um, usage well down. Is he going to be an 18 usage guy? Or a 21 usage guy? Or a 26 usage guy? We need to watch it. In terms of stream guys, Caleb Martin took some minutes away from Nikola Jovic last game. And I think he'll continue to do that. I don't... Think him, I don't think of him as a 12-team league must, but he is a streamable player. And then for Toronto, I think Thad Young we can look at maybe as a streamer. Gary Trent's going to be in that mix too. And same as Jonte Porter, but that's going to depend a little bit on Trent's availability and who starts at center. The Spurs and the Celtics. Um, the horse, he is perilously close, Keldon Johnson, in a category league to being a drop. His minutes are down. His play is bad. His uh, peripheral stats, which were up early in the season, are down. I do think there is some bounce back there with him. But honestly, if he puts together three more stinkers in a row, I think he's a drop. Probably not in points leagues, but probably in category leagues he is. For the Celtics, Al Horford. There is three chances here for Horford to be a starter. White, Porzingis, and Holiday. So Al could be another 30-minute-a-night guy. In a bench role, he's not really worth it. But if he starts, and I think there's a good chance of it, he's someone to watch. In terms of streams, Jeremy Sohan's playing really well. Top 100 over the last two weeks. Big minutes last game, despite being benched in that second half. And it is absolutely something for us to pay attention to. I think you probably want him on a roster for this time, or at least at the, at the, in the short term. It could come completely unstuck against Boston, though. Another reason why I think uh, Derek White's going to sit. It's against... Oh, maybe he doesn't, actually, because it's against the Spurs, his old team. But does he care? It's an easy game, they think. I, I think he'll be all right. We'll find out. Slum and Sammy Hauser is interesting enough to stream. So is Peyton Pritchard. But I wouldn't be super excited about those players. The Orlando Magic and the Atlanta Hawks, Wendell Carter Jr. Since he's been coming off the bench, his usage is way up. As a starter earlier this season, no usage at all. Last couple of games, big efficiency, big usage, good scoring. I'm not fully there on him being a 12-team must or anything like that, but that could change after this game. And then DeJounte Murray's been struggling, we know this. Uh, I do believe he gets traded, whether it's to a better spot or not. Or is DeJounte actually going to be a better player? I don't know the answer to any of those things. But let's see if he's able to put together at least a couple of better games than what we've seen from him. And for streamers, it is Gogo that I'm looking at. You could throw Fultz or Wendell in there, but they are rostered in most spots. And then for the Hawks, as usual, there's no streamers because they won't put Kobe Bufkin up, even though he is dominating the G League. So I'm just going to say, go on, stream. Remember Josh Smith, who was like a top 10 fantasy player for a while? Yeah. The uh, Hornets and the Pelicans. The Hornets versus the Hornets. Miles Bridges. I don't know exactly what we need to pay. It sounds bad. I do know what we need to pay attention to because he's been a bit up and down. Started out back from his suspension red hot, cooled off, had a nice little bump again. But how does it all work now that Lomelo is back? Since Ball has been back, I thought it might improve Bridges' efficiency. Not really. But what it did do is cut his assists way down. And I think it probably might end up taking him away from being a top 50 player. For the Pelicans, Ingram has been struggling in a huge way. Defensive stats have gone. Usage is down. Efficiency is terrible. I do expect a bounce back, but at every game that seems to be played at the moment, he just always feels a little bit like out of place. It's just like, what's he doing here? And I know that feels weird to say, and I can't really fully articulate why I feel that. But he just feels like, why is he Why is he here? And that's a bad way to feel. In terms of streams, Big Dick Nick in Charlotte with the expectation of Mark Williams being out, and then Larry Nance. Nance is pushing into 12-team zone. Probably not for points. Uh, for categories, I can see it. 14 teams, yeah, absolutely for categories. No problem. The next one is the Dallas Mavericks and the LA Lakers. I don't know about Doncic, Exum, and Jones. I think Exum will be out. Doncic and Jones, borderline. 
Tim Hardaway went crazy last game. 41 points with nine threes. Now, he's not going to do that every game. But when Doncic is out, he has an outsized responsibility. Bigger usage, bigger scoring, bigger minutes. He is totally okay to have on a roster, but probably going to end up dropping him in two or three games' time. But let's see what he does in this game. In terms of the Lakers, D'Angelo Russell, been pretty strong. I admit, I have been find it hard to really peg his value so far this season. He was starting and playing 24 minutes, and I went, okay, that's shithouse. He went to the bench, and it got worse. And I went, okay, we can probably move on. And then he moved back to the starting lineup, and now he's playing more minutes again. So don't be too confused on Russell. The low minutes for him weren't because he was on the bench. He was playing low minutes as a starter, before he got benched. He was playing like 24 a night for a period of time. So I don't think anything's locked in. Even though he's a starter, I don't think he's a 32-minute guy necessarily. He could be. But they have they changed their thing, I don't know, like three times in the foreseeable future. Happens all the time. So it's really hard to understand how it works. Now, with Cam Reddish out, it does help him quite a bit. Because it means one less of Darvin Ham's um, shitty love children are not there anymore. Torian Prince still is, though. In terms of streams, there probably is Josh Green, but I just didn't want to type that out. But I did, but there you go. Don't bother about it. Christian Wood's been top 100 over the last two weeks. Of course he has. Why, why wouldn't he be? Well, because he's shit, but he has been good. So you can um, you can actually stream him in, which again is a sentence I didn't really think I'd be saying all that often. The Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz. The Warriors, I want to watch to see what they do because they are, I feel like they're doing a little bit of the, let's try one more thing. Let's try the old, the old bastards again. Steph, Clay, uh, Looney, get Draymond in there. Well, a bit more Wiggins. Let's run Sharic and let's push the young guys all to the side. I can't say it's worked. They lost to whatever that was. The Grizzlies chucked out there. So does Kerr persist with that? Again, Wiggins wasn't bad. But why does Looney keep playing? Why, why are we doing this when guys like Pajemski, Jackson Davis, even Kaminga had been playing really well, I thought, or better than some of their older counterparts? So I don't know what to expect. Kaminga had a Kaminga game last time, 20 and 10 or 20 and 11 with no other stats, but 29 off the bench, which is more minutes that he was playing when he was starting. So where does he settle into that role? For the Jazz, I put him on the sell high show today. Colin Sexton is insane. Usage through the roof, shooting the lights out. He's taking every shot and they're all going in. At some point, that will stop. But for now, it's rolling and they could kill the Warriors here. In terms of streaming, Dario Sharage looks okay, but his minutes are a little tenuous. And then Chris Dunn, again, probably a little tenuous, but... 5 4 4 4 4. Like he could have four rebounds, four assists, four steals, two, four blocks. And that sounds stupid because he's a guard, but he could. Brooklyn, Portland. Last two, last time these two teams played, it was that overtime game, and we got it to be close so the Blazers could run their guys out there a lot. Cam Johnson's been putrid lately. He's been benched the last couple of games uh, during the game. There's a lot more talk now from Nets guys about, hey, we need Cam Thomas back into the starting lineup. Uh, I would, if they're going to put Cam Thomas in, they have to start Dennis Smith instead of Spencer Dinwiddie. So will they make that move? That is something I would be watching. I think if they benched Johnson for Thomas, it doesn't sound like a good idea, but you never know. They could do that. Run Bridges at the three, Finney Smith at the four. Not sure how that goes, but we need to see. I think there could be some changes there for Brooklyn. And for Portland, Scoot Henderson took 31 shots last game. He put up great counting stats, but that was without Grant and Brogdon and Ayton, and they could all be back. So how does Scoot get prioritized? We know Shaden Sharp's out. So does Scoot start? I imagine yes. But what does his shot attempt situation look like? And does it continue to contribute to Anthony Simons' decrease in usage? In terms of streams, I do like Dennis Smith a little bit like Chris Dunn in the last one. Jabari Walker's an interesting stream, but his stream value does decrease if both Aiton and Grant or even one of them play. Today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. 
2024. Is it the year for improvement? Well, it should be. That should be our ga- uh, goal for every year. We can look at what we did in the past year and say, what was successful? What can we build on without having to make gigantic sweeping changes, which they don't work. Extreme resolutions don't stick. Therapy is a way to be able to find the little things that you can improve on to continually get better. That's exactly what we do in therapy. We talk through things and we focus on the things that we can fix and we can change and adjust them and how to cope with the things that we can't. You know how that works. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, they match you with a therapist and you see whether you click with that therapist. If you don't, well, you can change at no extra charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the NFL playoffs. They are reaching the pointy end, but there is still time for you to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. You put the $5 bet on, it does not matter if you win or lose. So you could have been foolish like me and thought, man, this Dolphins team is great. They're going to go and win something. I'll put $5 on them for the Super Bowl. And of course, you would have lost. But you still would have got your $150 in bonus bets. And then, well, everything opens up. It's like the big curtain reveal. The parlay hub is sitting there glistening. It's like the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain throwing the parlays out there. You can check others' parlays. You create your own parlay. You've got live same-game parlays. They've also got the Explore tab as well which is the house falling on the Wicked Witch. But check out all that stuff over at fanjul.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Fanjul is an official partner of the NFL and don't forget to gamble responsibly. Okay, so... What's... Oh, that's it. That's the games. Oh, that's all, all 10 of them. Done. Let's look at the two-for-ones. So who plays the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back if you've got the ability to stream through there? Uh, quite a few lower usage players here. I've got Chris Dunn, Josh Hart, if he plays. We've got Juice McBride, who we could slot in there, or even Quentin Grimes. Thad Young or Jonte Porter, perhaps. Jaden McDaniels is a good back-to-back streamer. Kelly Olynyk and Keontae George, who quietly, he's starting to play really well. Don't know that he's a must-roster player, but he's starting to play quite well, and it is uh, encouraging. Your chunks. This is the rest of the week, Wednesday through Sunday, last five days. The only high-volume day is Wednesday, and there are teams that play three quality games. Unfortunately, one of those teams is the Wizards and they don't really have many stream guys unless unless Daniel Gafford is out. Because if Daniel Gafford is out, then Marvin Bagley actually becomes a very, very strong ad to end this week. Hmm, hate to say it, but it's true. The Pacers, so Andrew Nempard, Jalen Smith, Isaiah Jackson, they play Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Three games, four nights, all quality games to end the week. Fantastic. Of course, you can't trust a single thing this team does, but with the likely absence of Halliburton, almost definitely absence of Halliburton, and... The probable likely, probably likely, no, the probable absence of Benedict Matherin with an ankle sprain, then some of the value of these guys sustained somewhat. I like Alex Caruso with his Friday Sunday combo. Goga in his Friday Sunday, although if you have Fultz and Carter, could be in that mix there too. Jalen Suggs if he's available. And then I am just going to throw the Grizzlies in there with GG Jackson, you know him. Um, Luke Kennard, Xavier Tillman, uh, Deeper League, Scotty Pippen. Maybe I'd like, want to see whether that works. I'm not that convinced, but I know that Jacob Gillard is not it. And Pippen does have a, an interesting enough fantasy profile. We'll see. We'll see. Five and eight. Who is coming up for a big chunk? Who's got a big load ready um, on their team? Which is important to look at. The Hawks. Not too much of a worry there. The Hornets. Mark Williams is back. The Wolves. Anthony Edwards' knee. Let's pay attention. The Trailblazers. Everything. 
Simon says he sits some games. Jeremy Grant's phantom knee injury. Jonah Ayton's real knee injury. Is this excess load going to lead to some sits? Probably yes. And then the big one is the Spurs. Five games in eight nights starting on Wednesday. A Friday, Saturday back-to-back for Wembenyama. I'm guessing he's going to still be on this minutes restriction over the next eight days because of this increased load. He'll probably sit a game at least. It doesn't really matter. He's still like a top 10-ish player in 24 minutes. But that is something to watch with an increased um, workload. 10-team streamers for Wednesday. We're going to go with Goga and Jalen Suggs at the top. Trey Jones, still not rostered everywhere. He should be. Nick Richards, Dario Saric, and Derek Lively, the second, who should be grabbed in all category leagues. Not as much points leagues for Lively, but categories, yes. Your 12-team list, we're going to go with Larry Nance, Cole Anthony, Dennis Smith, Caleb Martin, Chris Dunn, and Brandon Pajemski. Obviously, he's the lower priority there, but he's down to 39% rostered. If we look at deeper leagues, these are all 20% or below. You've got Johnny Isaac there. Um, Thad Young, Killian Hayes, Simone Fontecchio. You can put Jonte Porter on. Dorian Finney-Smith and the artist formerly known as Torian Prince, the amino acid legend. And lastly, we look at points league streaming. Uh, Goga Badadze, Dennis Smith, Cole Anthony, Dario Saric, Nick Richards, and Caleb Barton. I don't feel massively strong about any of those ones. Like I can make an argument against all of them. Goga, what if Wendell just takes the minutes? Um, Dennis Smith, what if they just keep Dinwiddie at 30? Uh, Cole Anthony, well, you know what happens with him. Dario Saric, what if they change that lineup again? Nick Richards, what if Mark Williams plays? And Caleb Barton, well, it's the heat, so he's probably going to get injured. So there's a lot of questions about all of those, which makes it a weird day for streaming. But that is the end of the Daily Look Ahead for Wednesday. And if you are here and you're still here on the show, hello to you guys. Shout Shout you out. Give it a thumbs up. Hit subscribe, ring the bell, and leave some comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. See ya.